The best athletes don't just play the game, they change it. When it comes to investing, GameBridge is doing the same. Their online platform does things differently because it's designed to put you in charge of growing your own savings. It's intuitive, it's easy, and best of all, it's on your terms. No wonder GameBridge has earned the trust of 40% repeat customers. It's a better way to invest because it's investing your way. Get started today at GameBridge.io. VR training platforms like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients. As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Apple Card is the perfect cashback rewards credit card. You earn up to 3% daily cash on every purchase every day. That's 3% on your favorite products at Apple, 2% on all other Apple Card with Apple Pay purchases, and 1% on anything you buy with your titanium Apple Card or virtual card number. Visit apple.co slash card calculator to see how much you can earn. Apple Card issued by Goldman Sachs Bank USA, Salt Lake City Branch. Subject to credit approval. Terms apply. Thanks for listening to the Herd Podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday on Fox Sports Radio at noon to 3 Eastern, 9 a.m. to noon Pacific. Find your local station for the Herd at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching Fox Sports Radio or FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Here we go. It's hour two. Things still fluid. Thanks for joining us live in Los Angeles. It's the Herd. Wherever you may be and however you may be listening, thanks for making us part of your day. We're going to keep you up dated on all the happenings uh, we just talked to Joel Klatt gave you an insight on Alabama Dan Lanning out Sark I don't buy my take's been Dabo Sweeney Kalen DeBoer your guys so I was on the phone yesterday for some time and it looks like those two could be leaders in the clubhouse um, heck Michigan ha- may have an opening uh, Michigan and Alabama both with an opening uh, J-Mac Here's, you want to hear this? There's, there's a list of candidates for the New England job. Listen to this. Mike Vrabel, defensive coach. Brian Flores, defensive coach. Oh. Josh McDaniels, ex-Patriot. <laughs> Gerard Mayo, Patriot linebacker coach. So four of the eight names in this article are former Patriots or Gerard Mayo. I mean, you thought the Red Sox went downhill fast. Um, <laughs> Jim Harbaugh, are they delusional? <laughs> so, 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 so. Gerard Mayo's a linebacker coach. I think you have to do a full pivot, a full reboot. They don't have any pro bowlers. So this is the NFL's slowest offense. They don't have a number one tight end, number one receiver, number one back. They have a hole on all their skill people. Sean McVay would struggle to turn this offense around in two years. Sean McVay would. A linebacker coach? To me, defensive coaches are not equipped, unless they hit on a star college quarterback, to make a quick resurgence to the offensive side. D'Amico Ryan, super bright guy, hit on C.J. Stroud. C.J. Stroud's making stuff happen. He's worth a touchdown a game. That changes a lot of outcomes. So I, I, I think it's a full pivot. The, the names I'm hearing, same old, same old. I love Vrabel. What's he going to do to the offense? He couldn't get Tennessee's offense right. That's why he's leaving. you got to get an offensive guy in there. you got to rip the Band-Aid off. you got to step... Stop worshiping and building statues and honoring past greats. You need a brand pivot now. Uh, Belichick and Kraft this morning, very regal. 
Uh, looked very big of both, very grateful as Bill has moved on. Here was the press conference. Robert and I, after a you know, series of discussions, have uh, mutually uh, agreed to um, part ways. And uh, for me, this is a day of um, you know, gratitude and celebration. Um, start with Robert and his family. Um, it's great. So much thanks for the opportunity to, to be a coach here for 24 years. Uh, it's an amazing opportunity. Um, received tremendous support. Uh, we had a vision of you know building a winner, building a championship football team here, and uh, that succeeded exceeded my my wildest dreams um, and expectations. Bill has taught me a lot over those years, and we had high expectations for what we could achieve together. I think we were the only ones who had those expectations, and. I think it's I think it's safe to say we exceeded them. We did. Thanks to you. Um, it is the most successful uh, dynasty of all time. Uh, on the same day that Saban is leaving college, the most successful college dynasty of all time. Very, very similar men. They're friends, defensive minds, brilliant guys. I think one age better. Saban was always willing to evolve and stay more current. Uh, Saban did a remarkable job hiring. Hit after hit after hit offensive coordinator. Uh, I mean, he just didn't miss. Doug Nussmeyer, McElwain, Sark, Kiffin, even Bill O'Brien worked for him. Uh, and, and I think Bill, uh, once, I said this before, I thought there was a brain drain in New England between Dante Scarnecchia, the greatest O-line coach arguably ever, Tom Brady, Josh McDaniels, Gronk. Uh, too many great, smart, offensive, uh, offensively equipped people left. And as a defensive coach, he was not equipped to figure it out quickly. He's a bit tone deaf. He's old school. He made a DC, the OC. It just doesn't work. And Mac Jones, by the way, got worse over time. That's not what would happen if I believe McVay or Shanahan had Mac Jones. He may be limited. I don't think he'd get significantly worse every year. So to me, they need a reboot, start over, go offense, Ben Johnson. Um, I, I don't think they need the same old. I just saw an article this morning, eight people listed, four are former Patriots or tied to the Patriots. That's not what you need to do here. Don't glamorize the past. Build a statue, move on, rip the Band-Aid off, get offensive. Go look at the playoffs right now. Todd Bowles, Sean McDermott, and a bunch of offensive coaches. <laughs> That's who's in the playoffs. Okay, we have a huge wild card weekend. And, I mean, there's going to be weather issues. Cowboys-Packers is fascinating. Uh, you're going to have an upset. You always get one. Sometimes you get two. Greg Cosell, NFL Films, 44 years. So let's start Miami, Kansas City. Miami is beat up defensively, but they still have weapons and Mike McDaniel and Tua. So what what do you think their offense needs to do in suboptimal weather? What do you expect to see from Tua in that group? Colin, that changes the whole game. I mean, if you're talking about 10 below, 20 below wind chill, that's like trying to catch a rock. Um, it's worse for receivers than it is for the quarterback. So uh, I don't know how much of a big factor the passing game will be relative to what we w might have expected under more normal weather conditions. I would think the run game for both teams becomes a much bigger factor. Both teams do run the ball well. 
Um, I particularly like the Chiefs' run game. We're looking here, obviously, at uh, Devin Achan, who's been a big, big factor, and I think he's going to have to continue to be yes. that. And he may be the one who needs to provide the explosive plays for the Dolphins in this game. Uh, but on the other side, with Isaiah Pacheco, I really like the Chiefs' run game. They're really good with what we call the gap scheme run game, where they pull the guard. They're really good out of multiple tight end sets with two and three tight ends on the field. Um, you know, barring any kind of change, I can't see this being a true passing game, which doesn't mean that there won't be some successful pass plays, but this is not going to be a game, in my view, where you're going to see quarterbacks drop back 40, 45 times. Um, Pittsburgh, Mike Tomlin's a good underdog coach. I think the weather, the defense, T.J. Watt, though, out. Buffalo's the better team here. About six weeks ago, they tied Philadelphia, or lost to Philadelphia in overtime, and it was at that moment I said... No, actually, I like this team. I like it. They're a little right. they're a little twitchier on the outside. I like their own line better this year than previous years. What is Buffalo doing offensively? They still have turnovers, but what are they doing? The film tells you, Greg, that you like. Well, I think with the pass game, what they've tried to do, um, to, obviously with Josh Allen, you don't want to minimize what he can do, but on the other hand, you do have to channel it at times. And they've tried to get him to be a little more rhythmic with the nature of their pass game concepts. So he can hit his back foot. He can deliver the football. The ball can get out of his hand. He can use the weapons. He can let the pass game work for him instead of trying to force the pass game. Now, we know he can make special plays. But I think lost in the game against Miami, as we're seeing highlights here, was the fact that in the second half, he was 14 for 15, Colin. And I don't think many people think of him as that kind of quarterback yeah. but a lot of that had to do with their pass game concepts yeah. and with tj watt out you'd have to assume the pass rush won't be the same so you know i think that when you look at this game and of course there's always upsets as you said and that's why they play them but when you look at this game although the one thing with with buffalo is they've at times struggled to have consistency on offense in terms of sustaining drives yeah so you know, if you get into the fourth quarter and you're in a 17-13 game, you know how that, those games go. Okay, Green Bay is a live underdog. Very good receiver, tight end talent, an athletic, confident quarterback. What does Jordan yeah. Love and the Packer offense do on film that perhaps could succeed against Dallas's aggressive defense? Yeah, well, I think a couple of things to point out here. Let's just quickly make this comment about the run game. The last three weeks, Aaron Jones has carried over 20 times in each game and gained 111 or more yards in each game, and he looks spry and fresh. And the run game is important to LaFleur. But when you talk to, about the pass game, they know what they're going to see from the Cowboys' defense. It will not be a mystery. They play man coverage. So you're going to see a lot of motion. That's one thing that this um, Packers offense does a lot of. They're among the league leaders in the use of motion, movement at the snap of the ball. They'll want to get their receivers with free access off the ball. The other thing that I would not be surprised to see is a good percentage of two tight end personnel because uh, – Musgrave is now back. Tucker Craft has proven to be a quality tight end in Musgrave's absence. And normally, normally the Cowboys versus two tight ends play what we call big nickel. They play with three safeties. And my guess is the Packers will think and believe that they can attack that with the passing game. Are you impressed with Dak Prescott lately? I still, I still contend they feel very C.D. Lamb Dak dependent, but are you seeing things from Dak on film you like? 
Yeah, he's been very decisive this year, and decisive in a good way, making the right reads, getting rid of the football, but he's also added the secondary action movement dimension to his game this year, more so than in previous years. What I'd like to see them get a little more back to, uh, which they've kind of gotten away from the last number of weeks, is is Jake Ferguson, the tight end. There was a stretch where they really featured him, at, not quite the same way they feature Lamb, of course, but he was really the second player, and I think the last number of weeks they moved away from that. I think in this particular game, Ferguson is an important weapon for the Cowboys. Okay, let's go to Rams-Lions. McVay has had one of the great coaching years of all time. Now, they've hit. Puka Nakua fifth round was a hit. They had a second-round guard. He's a hit. They went and got Dotson, so yep. the interior O-line is better than last year. Defensively, their first couple of third-round defensive linemen, both have been excellent. Kobe Turner, shocking to me how good he's been and effective. Yeah. So let's talk, what is it about the Rams' offense this year that you look at and maybe even surprises you at its effectiveness? You know, I don't think it surprises me, Colin, because Sean McVay has always been really good conceptually. I mean, this is a team that's built on reduced splits, um, stacks, motion, bunches, all kinds of things that make it difficult to defend them. Um, and, of course, the run game, he's always been a believer in it, and he changed a lot of uh, what he does with the run game because of Kyron Williams, because he's a certain kind of back, so you're seeing a lot more of what we call gap scheme and duo, things like that as opposed to outside zone. Um, but their pass game is so well-schemed, so well-structured. Both teams are. The way they space their, their routes versus zone coverage, it may be the two best teams in the league in terms of spacing. You know, we always think of spacing in a sport like basketball. But in any sport where there's confined space, and a football field is still confined space, spacing becomes really important. And both these coaches, uh, Ben Johnson being the coordinator for the Lions and obviously McVay for the Rams, they are so good the way they structure their pass game routes and concepts to create spacing, which defines the reads much more clearly for the quarterback. Sam Laporta, great tight end, probably doesn't play yeah. for the Lions. I don't love that. Jared Goff against the Rams defense. What say you? What do you think we'll see? Yeah, the Rams' defense has really kind of been a little bit of a revelation because if I said to you before the season that their two outside corners would be a killer – Weatherspoon, who's their boundary corner, and now in recent weeks it's been Kobe Durant at the field corner replacing Kendrick, you would probably said to me, now that, that's not going to work. <laughs> and you know what? It has worked. Um, and they've gotten really strong play from a number of players that you, you, know, you wouldn't think of. Um, the rookie Byron Young has played really well on the outside. You mentioned Kobe Turner. You could make an easy argument that he's the defensive rookie of the year. Yes. He is really good inside. And he and Aaron Donald with their TT stunt game, really difficult. They've had great success with it. This has been a very functional defense, despite the fact that we don't think of them as having great players other than Aaron Donald. Philadelphia, Tampa. I like the Eagles here, uh, and some of it's just playoff experience and the quality of quarterback yep. movement and play. How does the Eagles offense match up with Tampa and Todd Bowles' scheme? Yeah, this is going to be a hard one. I mean, again, all we have is what's happened the last five, six weeks. 
Could the Eagles turn it around? Sure they can. That's why they play these games. But the Eagles have struggled mightily with pressure. And you and I both know that Todd Bowles pressures you off the bus. Yes. And he's really good using his linebackers and safeties. They have the most sacks of any team in the league by non-defensive linemen. Antoine Winfield has six sacks. They use him really, really effectively in the blitz game. And I think that you're going to see all kinds of different pressures to force the Eagles in their protection concepts to deal with it. I I was really disappointed watching the tape last week of Jalen Hurts because he just did not seem to have awareness that there's pressure and you're playing the Giants and you know with Wink Martindale you're you literally have to be alert for pressure on every single snap and he just was not so he's going to have to be much more aware much more conscious of where people line up of the looks that he gets understanding that third level defenders are going to be part of Todd Bowles pressure concepts okay finally C.J. Stroud hosting the Browns. I said this yesterday. In terms of downfield accuracy, I remember watching C.J. Stroud in like his second game. And I was just blown away by it. I was like, this is yeah. this looks like other planet levels. I mean, this is great. What do you see on film? Some guys are just naturally accurate. He just feels naturally accurate to me. Was that what the tape says? Without question. I mean, you know, he strikes me as the kind of guy that could roll out of bed and be accurate. Um, But the thing that really has stood out to me, and I noticed this early in the season, two things. Number one, he had a really refined sense of timing and anticipation. And number two, which is always hard to know in college because you don't see a lot of this, the other thing that really stood out was he just was really good at intuitively understanding late coverage rotation. He just knew where to go with the football. Because with young quarterbacks, you like to change the picture at the snap of the ball. And he just saw it immediately. And that's something, Colin, because you don't see a lot of that in college. Maybe you see it with a few defenses like Kirby Smart or Nick Saban when he was coaching or a few others, but you don't see a lot of that in college. So you really don't have a feel for that with quarterbacks when they get to the NFL. And Stroud has been very, very good at just understanding that intuitively uh, how to react to that. January Joe Flacco. He'll be our play of the week. <laughs> he, um, listen, big arm, playing with house money, very loose, almost, lo- almost looks like he could take a nap on the sidelines. It, it's, there is something to be said about Deshaun and Baker Mayfield. It was a pressurized quarterback situation in Cleveland. There's no pressure for Flacco. He's like having the time of his life. I don't think he ever played with a real sense of pressure, although he's super competitive, if you know Joe Flacco at all. The other thing is, is he understands the NFL game. He understands that if it's man coverage or there's tough throws, that's just part of the game. You know, he almost plays with an I don't give a you-know-what attitude. Like, hey, it's there. This is the way you play in the NFL. I'm throwing the football. Um, and, you know, it's a, it's incumbent upon my guys. they got to make plays. That's why you have receivers. Um, and, and the play that I want to show is such a great example of that, Colin. And let's go to that play. It's actually from the Week 16 matchup between these two teams, the Browns and the Texans, um, of which C.J. Stroud, by the way, did not play in that game. But this was a touchdown to Njoku, who, by the way, has really come on in recent weeks. So you're going to see Flacco here in the gun in, in a three-by-one set. So when what's Flacco looking at, you know, basically in the high red zone, a lot of teams play this. Certainly the Texans do. He's looking at a two-shell, a split safety look. We call that the middle open. Okay, so now what does he want? He wants Njoku on the seam route. So the linebacker here is going to carry him. But Joe's not worried about the linebacker at all. He knows Njoku is going to run by him. 
Um, what he's worried about is the boundary safety. He's the guy that he has to be concerned about, that he doesn't overlap the route and take away the throw. Because as I said, Joe's not really worried about the linebacker because his back's going to be turned. But look at the safety. Look at his body position. Quarterbacks are taught this way, to look at body position. The safety is facing the sideline. He can't turn quick enough to get there to respond to this throw. But when you see this throw from behind Flacco, you see what a ridiculously good ball this is. And like I said, he's going to turn these throws loose. Now, he may throw picks. I think he's thrown the most picks since he's been the starter. But he doesn't care. And when right. I say he doesn't care, I don't mean he doesn't want to throw picks, but he's going to throw the one-on-ones. Yep. And you're going to have to defend those. Yep. Greg Cosell, 44 years. As always, great stuff. Thanks, Greg. Thanks, Colin. Appreciate it. By the way, if Harbaugh, if I was, I want to go back to the college thing. If you're Kalen DeBoer, if Harbaugh left in the next three days, because Alabama wants to have a coach by tomorrow, if you're Kalen DeBoer, Michigan or Bama as a job? Woo! Woo! I, now, now, again, I think Michigan's the better job. I think he's a Midwest guy. There's pressure at Michigan, but from the law school to the medical school, mm. it is an academic university that tends to have more patience and less sort of like frenetic win this year, you're fired. I mean, in the SEC, if you land the plane, people rush out to the tarmac. Michigan's, I think, got a greater perspective. You'll be given a longer, if you will, tarmac. Michigan uh, just won the title. There's no pressure at all for like the next two years, right? Now, Alabama... Can you get them back to greatness? If you're telling me, I would take Michigan over Bama. I don't have, I mean, Harbaugh's a Michigan man. Saban's iconic. And I think, I mean, like, Saban's the kind of guy you follow. Between Bear Bryant and Saban, they had a lot of misses. And I kind of look at the Michigan job. Kalen DeBoer's from the region, knows that style of football, there's more perspective at Michigan. How's this? The biggest factor these coaches think about, Colin, is what is my easiest path to the playoff? And I was talking with Ryan. I don't think Dabo Sweeney, like, I think he fits Alabama, but at Clemson, he's going to the playoff every right, year right, at Clemson. Right. Why, why would you risk? I think Michigan's easier to get to the playoff Correct. than Bama. I, mean, I, I really do. Yeah. I mean, you just pencil Georgia in. They're good every Sark year. Sark just beat you. Here's Lane Kiffin on fire. George is not going anywhere. Brian Kelly at LSU. Yeah. I think Oklahoma gets it right. Who knows? I don't know. I don't Texas, know. I Texas is not going anywhere. The only the only good. team that will absolutely have more good players than Michigan generally has been Ohio State. Okay. We have the second most good players. Yeah. In Alabama, it is a NIL portal transfer. You could end up with the fifth best players yeah. really quickly. That's weird. Michigan a better job than Alabama. But I think a, heads are probably exploding, but I would agree with you. Yeah. Perspective but, matters. Yeah. You don't want to work for a boss that's unrealistic. I've been very fortunate, but I've I've have had friends who work for bosses and they're like, We need this, 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 and I'm like, Yeah, but you don't provide this, this, this. <laughs> Michigan will be like, Hey, we got a natty, you're not a Michigan man. But we'll provide you with whatever you need, and let's go. And they would they would stay with him. They'd sign a six-year deal, and you know he'd be there for six years. Alabama, you win ten games. Ed Orgeron won a natty. Get out of here. Gene Chizik, natty. Get out of here. I mean, they, they, there's no perspective in the South, which is why it's so intense and fun, but it's crazy town with college football. I mean, it's like it's the thing. You, you don't get an off year. Off year means call Jimmy Sexton and get a new job. That's what it means. <laughs> 
Had a great parlay for you this weekend thanks to DraftKings Sportsbook. Download the app real quick. New users, the code is HERD, H-E-R-D, when you download. Now for my parlay picks of the week via DraftKings Sportsbook. I'm going to take the Chiefs minus four and a half. That's not the best number, but I think the Dolphins are a bit of an injury-plagued mess in zero degrees at Kansas City. Take the Chiefs. Listen, I don't think the Steelers can beat the Bills. Mike Tomlin, though, is a great underdog coach. Bad, cold, windy weather. I think 10's too many points to give up. I take Pittsburgh as the side. And yeah, 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 I'll take the Rams plus three at Detroit. Head coach, quarterback advantages. Lions a bit banged up physically. You want to take the herd parlay? Check out DraftKings Sportsbook. Download it quick. New users, the code is herd, H E R D. Download the app, takes 90 seconds. New users, code is herd when you download the app. 21 plus in most eligible states, but age varies by jurisdiction. Eligibility restrictions apply. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler. In New York, call 877 8 Hope and Y or text Hope and Y 467-369. See show notes for full details. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. If you're a smoker or dipper looking to make a change, you really only need one reason to do it. But with Zen Nicotine Pouches, you can find many. Not only did Zen create the first ever nicotine pouch, we're still America's number one choice for smoke-free, spit-free nicotine satisfaction. It could be because Zen is made with only six simple ingredients, including naturally derived nicotine salt. Or maybe it's because Zen is the only nicotine pouch with a 10-day trial. For anyone worried Zen won't cut it like traditional tobacco, just ask one of the millions of people who have achieved lasting change. You have lots of options when it comes to nicotine satisfaction, but there's only one Zen. Find your Zen online or in a store near you at zen.com slash find. That's zyn.com slash find. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. The thrill and excitement of March Mania is here. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app. The code is HERD, H-E-R-D. New customers can bet 5 bucks, get $150 instantly in bonus bets. That's only at DraftKings Sportsbook and only with the code HERD, H-E-R-D. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467 
888-789-7767-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21 plus, age varies by jurisdiction, void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash bball for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. So many things going on. If you use debit, here's a game changer. Discover cashback debit. Checking account that rewards everything. Cashback on every purchase. No fees at all. Discover.com slash cashback debit. Uh, J-Mac with the news. No, 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 no. Turn on the news. This is the Herdline News. All right, so we're going to continue to talk Belichick because it feels like stuff's popping up every minute. We now have Diana Russini linking him to the Falcons. Here's what Belichick had to say about his future earlier today. So appreciative of the fans for all the support they've given me, uh, my family, uh, and this football team. And uh, it's with um, just so many fond memories and, and uh, thoughts that I you know, think about the Patriots and, and I'll always be a Patriot. I look forward to coming back here. Uh, but at this time, uh, you know, we're going we're gonna to move on. And um, I look forward and excited for the future. Um, but always very, very appreciative of the opportunity here, the support here, uh, and, you know, the what Robert, what you've done for me. Thank you. Um, very well dressed. No hoodie. No mumbling. Looks strong. Vibrant. Pete Carroll, same thing. These 70-year-old coaches who are shown the door, they want to make sure everybody can see. I'm a grown-up. I'm not I'm not limping to the end, head down, poor posture. I thought Bill looked as healthy and as good as he's looked. No mumbling, very direct, very grateful, very appreciative. So Bill wh- Belichick wants to coach again. So what are we saying here? That Belichick was fired or that he stepped down? Or do no, we go they, for like a middle was, ground, like a conscious uncoupling, which is what Gwyneth Paltrow and her husband did? Yes, it, I, that, that's what it is. I mean, he was basically, it was a very gracious firing. I don't think Belichick would appreciate hearing gracious fire. Well, well, what was it? He, Maybe it was like Kraft said, hey, we, we can't, we're going to bring in a GM. You know Bell's what? Like, no. I, I, always, I always look at it this way. Is that, you know, it's the old cliche, another door opens. The truth with Bill is the roster's bad because he had too much GM power. Washington's roster's better. Philadelphia's roster's better. Atlanta's roster's better. This will be a great opportunity for Bill to erase three or four years of roster rebuild. I mean, whoever gets that job in New England, you have to hit on about six draft picks. And then you have to spend by four other players. Like, they're ten players away. Okay. And uh, I mean, and, and Atlanta's not ten players away. Philadelphia's not. Washington's not. Wait, you, you, listen. You shot it down in the first hour, but I don't know why you're so hard on Philly over, say, Dallas for Belichick services. And don't tell me that Bill Parcells coached her 20 years ago and would advise him against it. People change. Jerry Jones different than he was 20 Belichick, years ago. Dallas. Dallas is always going to be Jerry World and Jerry's team. When you've had Robert Kraft, who's mostly stayed out of the way, you don't want that nonsense. Yeah. The Washington owner, the Philly owner... Those guys, Atlanta owner, they they just they kind of let you run your franchise. If you're chasing a record, an all-time record, and you do it in Dallas, but what for does America's mean? team? But what does it mean? What do you mean that that according to Breer and a bunch of these Belichick, guys, that's why Belichick's sticking around? Belichick's very very close with Jimmy Johnson. 
I can assure you, Jimmy. Yeah, but cha- again, if we're just talking chasing the record, doing it in Washington is going to well, be way Bill, harder than doing Bill's, it in Dallas. Bill's way beyond chasing a record. Wherever he goes, he's going to break the record because it's like 13 or 15 games. He's not getting fired in yeah, a year. In Washington, he have to, it might take him three years for that. No, it's not. Well, do he's a better a... coach than Ron Revere. They're going to have major cap space. They're going to get a better quarterback. Washington, if Belichick went to Washington tomorrow, I, there's no doubt in my mind they could win 10 games in that division. No doubt in my mind. That's a good roster that needs a quarterback. And they have a ton of cap space. So Belichick is going to succeed in Atlanta and Washington. I just think Washington feels more like Bill. But he'll succeed. I mean, I, I think Bill got in his way in New England. Bill got in Bill's way. The GM Bill basically Whoa. suffocated the coach Bill because he can't draft offensive players. I think the Brady thing obviously factors in significantly there. Well, I, I look I mean, at him differently. Brady sticks around. You know, <laughs> probably still on Brady top. was very, very annoyed the last two years. Brady has said he considered leaving a year before he left. Then he ran Gronk off. Bel- uh, Belichick did. All right, let's move on. Matt Stafford is going home to Detroit for a playoff game um, Sunday. Stafford is excited to play, and he was asked about his return to the Motor City. I'm not expecting anything, to be honest with you. I was, I was asked this question um, a couple times, you know, just by friends and family, and I, I think the biggest thing for me is just go experience whatever that experience is going to be. I understand, um, you know, what the people of Detroit and what the city of Detroit meant to me in my time and my career, what they meant to my family. Um, I hope they feel that back, but at the same time, I'm not a stranger to the situation and understanding that I'm the bad guy coming to town. You know, I'm on the <laughs> other team, and, uh, you know, I, I, they, don't, they don't want success for me. So whatever happens, happens. Boy, I'll tell you, there are two games this weekend. Lions, Rams, and Packers, Cowboys. I am, those are live dogs. I get hot quarterbacks, playmakers. I'm looking at, uh, in Vegas, you're starting to see uh, the three move toward three and a half again. So money, some money in Vegas, not everywhere. Most places is three coming in on the Lions. It's just one of those, are too many people backing the Rams here? Like if you ask, if I said, Underdog most likely to win this weekend. Most people would say Rams, right? Yes. Does that scare you at all? Yes, it does. But but this year, people watching our show, the masses, the fans, had, had their year. best year betting in over a decade. Why? Fans tend to take the star quarterback. Star quarterbacks did win a lot of games. So the fans have been right more than wrong this year, which is not the way it usually works in Vegas and gambling. So the, I think, listen, I if you just took the best quarterback this weekend, if you, if you went C.J. Stroud and Patrick Mahomes and Josh Allen and Matt Stafford and Jalen Hurts and you went down the line, you're probably going to win most of your games. Dak Prescott over Love. I, I, the, the Green Bay game is... That's a lot of points. They they can score, man. I don't trust Green Bay's defense, but they can score. Final story is Dolphins Chiefs uh, going to be. Oh, they're saying it's going to be one of the coldest games in NFL history. Oh. Temperatures looking to be now below zero at kickoff. Many players they're going to try to keep warm. Sanchez had some funny stories yesterday about that. Tua Tungavaloa will be wearing gloves, or will he? Probably no ice to turn gloves, um, but gonna gonna see what we can wear for the game. So I mean, can't prepare for the, for a game like that with that kind of weather. So it'll be new. I think it's just a feel of 
um, how everything is. Um, you know, what the ball feels like, what the what throwing feels like, what holding the ball feels like, um, if there's wind, if there's not wind. Uh, you have to take all those things into consideration. I'll just, just see what it feels like uh, without gloves. Um, but, yeah, I, I just think the whole thing whole thing is a mindset. Well, Mostert is practicing, um, which is a great sign. Mostert and Achan are a pretty darn good one-two punch. Um, Colin, you do like skiing. You're an outdoorsman. Let me tell you something. It's not a mindset. I go skiing a dozen times a year. And I try to talk myself into, it's not that cold. But when my hands are numb, going on the lift, because it's 7 degrees, it's not a mindset. Cold is cold. Stuff gets numb. So you can say that, but it's not a mindset. I go in with two gloves, and on a 7-degree day and it's windy, it's cold. And it affects how I feel. And it affects your head. And I leave the, I leave the lines and the mountain early. So you can talk yourself into, it's no big deal. It is. And as Greg Cosell said, the ball's a rock. So whoever runs the ball more effectively probably wins the game. And I think being at home, I mean, it, you, you play all year to get home field advantage. If this game was in Miami, even with the injuries, I think Miami would make it very close. I could see this going sideways very quickly with a bad fumble by Miami, deep in their territory. All of a sudden, they're down 10 nothing. can't throw the ball. It Pin snowballs. It. Yeah, you could see Miami it, with a mistake early, you know, fumbling it deep. You'd be like, okay, this is this is going sideways. You know how much I like skiing, right? I, I, I drive Never. my family to the lodge, drop them off, take out the skis and stuff, and it's freezing outside. Then I get back in the car and drive home. Yeah. And I warm up by the fireplace with a drink, the yeah, remote, yeah. maybe a workout. Yeah. It, it's it's more than a mindset. Yeah, that's not for me. J-Mac with the news. Well, that's the news. And thanks for stopping by. The Herd Live. Deion news. Sanders has some thoughts on a Nick Saban retiring. And uh, Pete Carroll and the Chargers getting some talk as well. Be sure to catch live editions of The Herd weekdays at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific. Hey, we're Cavino and Rich, Fox Sports Radio, every day, 5 to 7 p.m. Eastern. But here's the thing. We never have enough time to get to everything we want to get to. And that's why we have a brand new podcast called Overpromised. You see, we're having so much fun in our two-hour show, we never get to everything. Honestly, because this guy oh, is overpromising things we never have time for. Yeah, you blubber lips. Blaming me. Well, you know what? It's called overpromise. You should be good at it because you've been overpromising women for years. Well, it's a Cavino and Rich after show, and we want you to be a part of it. We're going to be talking sports, of course, but we're also going to talk life and relationships. And if Rich and I are arguing about something or we didn't have enough time, it will continue on our after show called Overpromised. Well, if you don't get enough Cavino and Rich, make sure you check out Overpromised and also uncensored by the way so maybe we'll go at it even a little harder it's going to be the best after show podcast of all time there you go over promising and remember you could see it on youtube but definitely join us listen to over promised with cavino and rich on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as infinity presents a new chapter in luxury the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80. Join us March 20th live from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. 
Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. If you're a smoker or dipper looking to make a change, you really only need one reason to do it. But with Zen Nicotine Pouches, you can find many. Not only did Zen create the first ever nicotine pouch, we're still America's number one choice for smoke-free, spit-free nicotine satisfaction. It could be because Zen is made with only six simple ingredients, including naturally derived nicotine salt. Or maybe it's because Zen is the only nicotine pouch with a 10-day trial. For anyone worried Zen won't cut it like traditional tobacco, just ask one of the millions of people who have achieved lasting change. You have lots of options when it comes to nicotine satisfaction, but there's only one Zin. Find your Zin online or in a store near you at zincom slash find. That's ZYN.com slash find. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Hi, it's the Herd. The thrill and excitement of March Mania is here. And DraftKings Sportsbook, one of America's top-rated sportsbook apps, is giving new customers a shot to turn 5 bucks into $150 instantly in bonus bets with any college basketball bet. Any. That's right. To celebrate college basketball's most frenzied time of the year, it's here. DraftKings is giving new customers a shot to rack up bonus bets. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Code heard once again, new customers. Bet 5 and get 150 instantly in bonus bets. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook, code heard. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas. 21 plus, age varies by jurisdiction, void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash bball for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. Sunday on Fox, iconic rivals collide on Super Wild Card Weekend as Jordan Love leads the Packers against Dak and the Cowboys. It all kicks off at 4 Eastern, 1 Pacific on Fox. I think that game actually comes down to what's that look? The Packers defense. <laughs> what if defense? they no show, then Dallas will win handily. It, it, when, I, when have they showed up all season, Colin? Um, that's what I thought. They don't tell me against the Bears. Come on. Yeah, that's a good point. Boy, Bears are a mess. So, um, the coaching t- we did this yesterday, and we'll just keep updating you. I think there are three tiers of available coaches. Number one is Jim Harbaugh. No holes. College pro personnel. Age, everything's great. Um, tier one, it's going to want some control. All the great ones do. Tier two is Mike Vrabel. Listen, offensive league, he's a defensive coach, and the offense in Tennessee has been a mess for the last couple of years. Worries me. Tier three, they've all got a major hole. It's Ben Johnson, never been a head coach. Dan Quinn, his success tied to Kyle Shanahan. Pete Carroll, what did Seattle do right in the last five years defensively? And he's a defensive coach. And Belichick wants power and can't draft. Sorry, he can't. The track record's clear. Should not have GM control. 
So the Chargers and Pete Carroll is interesting for two reasons. It's an organization that is always seeking relevance and buzz. Um, they have revenue, but relevance and buzz in Los Angeles is they have the fourth most known coach. It's like McVeigh, Lincoln Riley, Chip Kelly, and then the Chargers. So he would Pete would win the press conference. And there's you know, there's there's that rarely does winning the press conference work out. But sometimes organizations seeking relevance want to win the press conference. Pete would do that. He's a rock star in L.A. People love him. Um, but there's three things you have to be honest about, even if you like Pete Carroll. Number one is the last five years, he's a defensive coach. They had good players. They didn't do anything right on defense. Their rush defense, their total defense is a mess. He's a defensive coach. He changed assistants. He changed players. He did this. He did that. It never got better. That's on Pete. Number two is older defensive coaches is not where the league is going. Indisputable. 12 of the 14 playoff coaches, I do believe this year, offensive coaches. And number three is, it is a fantastic year for candidates. Why settle? Pete is 73 by mid-September. Even if he hit, it's like a six-year job. Vrabel could be there for 15 years. So it's a great year for candidates, in my opinion. Harbaugh, Vrabel, Pete, Ben, Dan Quinn, uh, this would be a year I would get the best candidate on the market or second best. I think Pete's closer to third best or fourth best. Uh, but again, I, I, I do think he would add relevance. I do think you'd win the press conference. I think Pete knows what he's doing. But I've always leaned on one axiom or one truth. Is your side of the ball buttoned up? Seattle isn't. The defense has been nonsense for five years. It's not lack of players. It's not lack of draft capital. <laughs> it's just bad. All right, Deion Sanders sent a tweet out last night. He said college football has changed so much that it has chased the goat of college football away. Uh, Coach Prime. Uh, well, he, he is right. I, I think there's a lot of reasons. I think Nick was going to retire in the next two or three years. But there's no president. There's no schedule maker. I've talked about this. There's no CEO. And it's a $7 billion a year business. Um, the UFC basically ended boxing. Why? It had structure. It had better leadership. I don't care how much money your business makes. Nothing pulls it back down to earth like lousy or lack of leadership. The transfer portal is a bit of a free-for-all. It feels like marginally regulated. The premise of the transfer portal is good. Uh, the execution has not been good. So you're seeing college football and college basketball. These coaches have no life. You're recruiting high school kids. You're recruiting your own players to stay. You're recruiting other players from other programs to replace the players on your program that left. It's just a mess. You know, it's like it's like being a parent and, and going to Chuck E. Cheese every night of the year. You do it like twice a year. You have a cocktail. You understand it's going to be a little crazy. Let's go to Chuck E. Cheese with the kids. You prepare for it. That's every day of the year for a college football and basketball coach. Basketball's only got 13, 14 scholies. Football's got 85. So I've talked to some of these coaches. It's just not fun. It's, it's, it's become a less fun job. And if you are uh, Nick Saban and you got a stack of money and rings, hey, you're going to retire in three years. It's very much Jay Wright. Jay Wright at Villanova and Nick Saban both had three or four or five elite teams in elite years. And Jay Wright said, this is, this is no fun. And Nick Saban saying, this is no fun. You have to recruit your own players now. It's hard enough to recruit coaches and high schoolers. And you're recruiting your own players. So I, I do think Deion Sanders is right here. I think 
college football is in a transition stage, and they'll get it right in a couple years. But it feels very gold rush, very wild, wild west, everybody for themselves. And until this sport, and I think it, they will eventually, names a schedule maker and a president where everybody's not just regional tribalism taking care of their own in their own schools and their own conferences. What basically I said this yesterday is college football is a highly profitable business that's poorly run. It's like a restaurant with great food and a line out the door, but it's poorly run. But the food's so good, people line up for the restaurant. The food's so good at college football, people love it. It's not particularly well run. And there's nobody to blame. It's just it's boxing when Don King and Bob Arum were doing whatever was good for Don King and Bob Arum. I still love going to the fights. I still watch boxing. But over time, it it you know, regret the business finally met a challenger. And that challenger was UFC, Dana White, Fertitta family, and basically ended boxing's relevance. So NFL football is getting more popular. College football is expanding in the right conferences. It's got to get its act together in terms of leadership. It just doesn't have any. Yeah. I mean, Jimmy Sexton is a, is a powerful agent in the South. He, probably the most powerful guy in the sport, he runs the sport. It's very Bob Arum, Don King. An agent runs college football. And I know Jimmy, and I like Jimmy, but that's probably not who should be running the sport. You also have to kind of wonder, Saban's always been about the team. I'm gonna, it's, you win as a team, you lose as a team. And now yeah. college football, as you said, it's kind of every man for themselves. If I can go get $300,000 from Pitt to be a starter versus sitting on the bench at Alabama for a year or two and get 100000 yeah, I, I'm, I'm sorry, I'm going to go to Pitt. I, like, I don't have a problem with players doing what's best for players. Right. I don't either. I don't but I do think even the NFL has a free agent period and a drafting period and a there are they regulate it. The NFL's very well run, very good management. They they you know, there's a trade deadline and a free agent period and college football is like yeah. I don't like what my coach said at practice today. I'm leaving. I'm going to the rival. You just got to regulate it. The media is very young and idealistic. And player empowerment, I'm for player empowerment, but everything needs to be regulated. There's got to be a middle ground. You, know, you got to, I mean, Wall Street, Silicon Valley, broadcasting companies, you have to regulate But does stuff. it feel weird when a quarterback sits down with a coach after the season and says, hey, I want to be the guaranteed starter again next year? Like, as we heard about that story for another team, it's like, that's just a weird thing to say. I'm sure the coach was like, there's no guarantees in life, man. You yeah. know, who yeah. knows who's going to win the well, starting job? Like, uh, Reportedly, that was Ohio State situation. Not, you know, quarterback, dad wants guarantees. I don't blame the quarterback and the dad. No, I get it. But that's got to be weird for Ryan Day or any coach to hear that. Yeah, it's, it's, it's new. It's different. <laughs> it's it's <new>. unique. <laughs> uh, hour three. Don't go anywhere. Latest on Belichick next. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80. Live March 20th from The Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Hey, hey, it's Malcolm Gladwell host of Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Your elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive entirely its own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. 
And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere. Like in the parking lot at your kid's peewee championship game. A trophy bigger than your five-year-old is blocking the rear windshield of the car in front of you. As they reverse into you, you're stuck on defense. And if you don't have the right auto insurance coverage, this crash could drain your athletic fund. So switch to Allstate, save money, and get protected from mayhem like this. Based on coverage selected, subject to terms, conditions, and availability. Savings vary.